News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Warmer houses as energy costs continue to soar. New research from the Banking and Payments Federation of Ireland has shown that two thirds of consumers have made at least one significant energy efficiency home improvement. But 42% of those surveyed said they had looked into solar power and other more expensive investments and had said it was unlikely to make those investments over the next three years. So are we doing enough to encourage and support people to retrofit their homes Duncan Stewart, environmentalist and architect, joins me now to discuss. Duncan, I suppose it's good news in one sense from, from this survey from the Banking and Payments Federation of Ireland that a, a significant number of people have, have, have made some minimum attempt or some minimum investment to make their homes uh, more energy efficient o- over recent years. But one, it's being driven by a, a, a desire, a, a, a concern about energy costs rather than environmental uh, concerns. And two, most of the investments seem to be relatively minor, the ones that you can kind of get done yourself for a couple of grand, whether it's uh, insulating your roof or, 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 or other minor investments. We're, we're, a lot of us aren't getting into the major investments yet. That's right, Vincent. Yes, I mean, it's really, and we're facing a massive energy crisis. You know, I mean, we have climate change, which is the existential issue that really is coming, and we're we're failing to meet our 2030 targets. We have a massive dependency on import of fuel and we've seen the way prices have rocketed and they're going to this winter is going to be very difficult for most people in Ireland and uh, into the future we energy prices are probably going to be an awful lot higher than we have seen in recent years so we you know we're we're, we're really in a very difficult situation for householders this winter and there will be a lot of people in fuel poverty that never experienced it before and, you know, that they're going to have to deal with comfort conditions that they haven't experienced in, you know, in the last 20 years, you know. So were you concerned, Duncan? I mean, you know, the, the, the part of the government's climate action plan, up to 500,000 homes will be retrofitted by 2030. Uh, that's about 75,000 f- homes fully retrofitted per year from the mid decade onwards. But yet. We saw no details at budget time in terms of how this is going to be financed, the types of grants that will be available, the types of cheaper loans will be available. We're not going to get those details now till early in the new year. Are you concerned about these detail, uh, these delays and that we won't make our targets on this basis? Yes, I'm, I'm afraid so. I mean, we really need, from these banks, you know, if they're really serious about green finance, they need to reduce the interest rates of their loans for householders in when they're doing deep energy retrofits or if they're installing solar energy or a heat pump or those sort of technologies that will get them out of their very difficult situation now that they're facing with energy. And, you know, at the moment, most people can't afford to make a loan. Mm. Um, sorry, can't afford to do this work because the, the interest rates are too high. But the bank, sorry to go to question, Duncan, but the, the banks will say, and I think it's the government's plan, that there will be loans of between 3 and 3.5% available from next spring, partly funded by the European Investment Bank, partly funded by the, the carbon tax. So, you know, th- those are as cheap loans as you're going to get. So uh, perhaps low finance isn't the issue. It's just that um, uh, perhaps it, it's a supply issue, that there may not be enough suppliers out there or builders to put this, the, the stuff in. Well, all of what you're saying is correct. You know, if there isn't enough trained um, um, tradesmen in this area or even professionals, you know, that are actually going out there and giving people the proper advice that they need. Because, you know, householders need good advice to make sure they're making the right decisions. And 
the, the measures that they're putting in place are have a payback that's reasonable, you know. But I mean, if the interest rates still, if you think of the ECB, interest rates in the ECB for, for these sort of projects across Europe would be in the order of 1% to 2% interest rates, you know. And, and that would make a huge difference because you can now plan your, your energy retrofit in such a way that the payback, you know, what you save in energy will be what, uh, you know, would be what you can put into paying back the loan. So what would be called a pay-as-you-save scheme would work much better, in my view. Um, and, you know, I think our banks need to be looking at lower interest rates than what they're talking about, you know. No, no, they'll, argue, they'll argue, I'm sure, that 3 to 3.5% if these loans emerge is as good as they can go and that they're not, they're not charities either. What are the arguments? I know, but if you, well, if you take this situation with banks, though, Vincent, you know, if, if you have money lodged in the bank, you know, in the deposit account, you know, you get nothing. You know, so when, you know, it's the banks seem to reap off all of the benefits. It's all very one-sided, you know. Well, what are, the, what banks, are their argument? Uh, as banks is, have as a major role to play, and they can't call these green loans if they're not going to make the efforts to bring their interest rates down to what, levels that people can afford. One of the arguments they're making, Duncan, is that they need to get access to the uh, Sustainable Energy Foundation uh, 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 energy records, the, the BE records for houses, that they can't be giving loans to houses that have very, very poor BE ratings, that you could be throwing money uh, at, at a house through a cheap loan or whatever, and, and the money's literally going up in smoke or out through the roof. I agree with that. Yes, absolutely. We need information in the public domain. People need to know much more if they're going to buy a house. They need to know how much the energy they're going to spend in that house. You know, and they need to be able to say over the next 20 years, how much money am I going to waste in energy in my home if I buy a very poorly insulated house? Mm. I mean, the difference between one house and another is absolutely massive. You know, a passive house, for example, passive energy house, you know, certified is... One thirty to one seventieth that of a G-rated house. So you could have thirty to seventy passive houses with the same energy demand, the same size of house. You know, I mean, the difference is massive. You know, the average house, like a D two in Ireland, is like fifteen times the energy consumption of a passive house. Just to put it in context. Just on a broader front, uh, Duncan, finally, uh, we know how how much of a crisis uh, the climate change is and people are obviously making these investments such as they are because of energy bills rather than climate necessarily. But information out this morning from the World Meteorological Report that Europe, the continent of Europe, has heated at double the level uh, elsewhere in the world uh, over the last three decades. That's very concerning, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're going to have to see much, much worse you know, over the next decades, it's going to be much worse. You know, we, if we don't deal with climate change at the level we've got to, we're, we're in denial about how serious climate change is in our country. You know, we're not dealing with our, our greenhouse gas emission reductions. We, you know, we're just touching on the edge of what we need to be doing and, and time is running out. You know, climate change is, is the greatest issue that our young generation face in their lives. And we're not dealing with it. But we now have the double hit of dependence on imports of fuel where 90% of our energy is being imported and and we're we're very vulnerable and exposed to the risks of massive um, fuel shortages and price hikes very you know? very brief very, gas, you know, very briefly yeah. duncan if we were to have any chance of meeting our targets a full retrofit of a house could cost anything up to 70 grand is a grant of 50% enough or do we need more grants to get the whole thing going 
Well, I think I think it's really not grants that because, you know, I think it's I think it's giving people the information that they need, yeah. and knowing that that the payback on their energy is affordable is, okay. is more important. You know, I I really think, you know, low interest rate loans matched with uh, pay as you save schemes so that you're not spending more on energy, but you are making these massive savings, and it's then improving your home and adding value okay. to your home. All right. Yeah, I think is, is probably what needs to be done. Okay, thanks indeed. Duncan Stewart, environmentalist and architect, thanks for joining us. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.